0: get it now it's time to sit and relax get your mind blown away ain't no skipping this track have you paid more attention no listening gap get everything i ever wanted no giving it back, yeah. back.
2: Yeah. Ooh. what's up everybody welcome to the apron bump podcast i'm your host the innovator of violence the hardest part of the ring kyle bird how the heck is everybody doing i hope you're doing well i am you know why I'm doing well, because well, we're talking about some ECW today. Hostel City Showdown 1996. A doozy and a half of <laughs> an extreme championship wrestling show. I say it every time, man. You turn on these ECW shows in 1996 and it's like, man, this is and we got to talk about this in the podcast, like this show is kind of like a very stereotypical ECW show stereotypical in the sense of it's that's like kind of like what the outside viewer thinks it is people who, who are not too familiar with ECW like a caricature of what ECW is and in all the best ways but uh in some of the worst ways but a lot to talk about on this show uh probably most notable on this show is the the first meeting between Sabu and Rob Van Dam. Yes, uh, Sabu has been here for a while, but RVD is fresh on the scene and we get to see him and Sabu tear it up by far the match of the night. And it's really a um, a coming out party for RVD and that's some foreshadowing uh, for, for the podcast. But uh, that being said, Shane Douglas versus Raven in the main event for the world title. You got uh, what else on the show? You got more gangsters and eliminators shenanigans. We got the Dudleys. We got the FBI. Cat fights. Well, not not really a cat fight. It was more of a uh, more of a scissor party, really. But we'll get to it. I'll just say this. A lot of legendary moments on this show. A lot lot of moments you see in like video packages of ECW. You know what I mean? Uh, Are they good? Jury's out on that, but a lot to get into, like I said, so we might as well get right to it. But first, let me give a shout out to my beautiful, beautiful guests, Matt Ritter from the Smack It Raw podcast and Charlie from the Get Show podcast, allegedly. Uh, Go check out both these boys, all their info in the description below. Hilarious, hilarious podcasts. Also great follows on the social media, the Smack It Raw podcast. Uh, which Matt Ritter is the host of. Uh, They cover the week in wrestling, but they do it in a very entertaining way. It's a little, a little tawdry at times, but it's a great time. The number one wrestling podcast on Pornhub, of course, Uh, which I have been on several times to, uh, much to the dismay of my wife, who now knows that I am on Pornhub. So do with that what you will. I was uh, actually just on the Smackin' It Raw podcast uh, a few days ago as of... uh, as of this episode dropping. So go check that out if you have not already. And the Get Show podcast, which Charlie is uh may or may not be returning to. uh, Just had just on a few weeks ago. You know the deal. You know about the Get Show podcast. Another hilarious take on the current wrestling scene. So go follow these boys. Listen to them. Watch them. Tickle them. Smooch them. Tickle their chest hair a little bit and make it stick up just a little bit and yeah hey while you're at it while you're following and listening to everybody why don't you do that? To your boy, the hardest part of the ring as well. follow me everywhere at apronbump. Uh, apronbump.com will take you wherever you want to go. If you like ECW you like this era of ECW I strongly suggest you go back into my archives and check out all of the ECW shows I've covered from chronological and chronological order starting from their very first Extreme Championship wrestling show in 1994 all the way through 95, all the way up until now, the uh, spring of 96. It's been a ride. You can go to apronbump.com. Go to the Episodes tab at the top. Select ECW, and that'll bring you to all the ECW shows I've covered. And binge away, Daddy. Do that. Leave a like on the video if you're watching on YouTube. By the way, folks, there is a YouTube version, <laughs> if you're not aware. And if you're watching on YouTube, all there is an audio version. Why don't you watch it and listen to it at the same time? That, that'd be my recommendation. Um, the little echo, little echo action on the hardest part of the ring. But with that, I think we might as well get to it. Make sure to stay tuned at the end where we will uh, grade the show and we will continue the hardest promotion of 1996 battle WWF versus WCW versus ECW. We'll grade the show and we'll see if anything on this show Teetered or tottered, the best or the worst of 1996. What else that entails, we'll stick tuned at the end and we'll get into it. High stakes. Medium stakes. Yeah, just medium stakes. If you like your stick anyway else, you're kind of an asshole. But I digress. Let's get to it. ECW. Hostile. I'm going to get a lot of DMs on that. Hostile city showdown with myself. And Matt Ritter from the Smackin' It Raw podcast and Charlie from the uh from the mango cart um on the street somewhere. A hose.
1: Yeah. We can just attach a hose and you could just rinse yourself off there. I'm like, yeah, that's not the same thing.
2: No. No, you might as well just get like the wipes at that point. Did you did you just move Charlie?
0: <laughs> just use that for your butt. Like, eh!
2: is that WD forty? You want me to squirt it- that in my ass? <laughs> Oh, like Lube? Yo, twinsies. Let's
0: yeah, go. Twinsies. Oh, yeah, God,
2: gang, God. gang, gang. Gang
0: gang. Uh, oh. I just moved actually, yeah. Oh, congratulations. Yeah. Where'd thank you, you. Uh, you move to? I moved five minutes away from you. So, no, no I am five minutes away in, like I was in Arlington Heights and now I'm north Arlington Heights. Okay. But I actually have a house. Well, house I, I actually, house actually moved
1: apartment. closer to you. What? Where are you at? Lake Zurich.
0: Whoa. Oh yeah, that's right. You did tell me you're gonna move over there. So yeah, so Kyle, sorry, but uh, you know, no, no, keep keep on with here. the
2: local, the local talk. It's fine, it's fine. I'm I'm just here. It's like I'm not even here. I don't I don't remember giving you permission to leave my basement, Charlie. <laughs> but,
0: the, uh, no, see, see, like that's such a front. I'm already, I'm actually still, I'm in his attic now. So,
1: <laughs> <laughs> moving on up. <laughs> uh, by the yet. way, Justin wanted me to ask you why uh, you text me about your strip club adventures, but not him. Oh, uh, I should. I guess I should text him too. He's like, I don't know. I don't like.
0: I figure I have no re- reason for it. It's just that I, I, I we, you and I have talked about blackjacks
1: and shit. So I'm like, I mean, uh, I, the I local the stuff. excuse <laughs> that I live by the the strip club, and that's why you text me, not that you like me better because I'm white. So, okay. Well, now that it's out there, um, how I think I you're argue just with, more you know? <laughs> likely to
2: you're more likely Matt to be a strip club sore than Justin. I think. I don't know if that I agree with fair. that though. Actually. Yeah. I
0: I would agree with that wholeheartedly. I don't know. <laughs> Justin just doesn't give me that vibe. It's like, hey, what do you want to do for fun? Hey, let's 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 play with figures and shit, you know?
2: <laughs> no, Justin seems like a guy that would go like for the food, you know?
0: <laughs> well, I go there for that too, but <laughs>
2: <laughs> uh, the uh fish, right? Stop. Come on. <laughs> We're talking about vaginas. <laughs> uh, we'll be
1: talking about vaginas all morning long. <laughs> okay.
2: Uh so fuck kill Mary uh Let's Kimona, talk about dicks. Fuck kill Mary <laughs> Kimono Wanalea uh Mustafa
0: um all of Team Taz. Oh my god. that's a great question. Well, I wouldn't I'm- fuck Mustafa because of his uh his time in jail, so he'd be loose as a goose. Yeah. Wait, what? What? That's why you <laughs> fuck Mustafa. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, he's a guy too. Oh yeah, shit. <laughs>
1: that's <too. laughs> who you I'm need... going to kill all of Team Taz just so I can get rid of Bill Alfonso and that goddamn whistle.
2: <laughs> you you wouldn't want to shove the whistle in his ass? No.
1: Because him... then it would, it, he would probably just make it blow louder. Yeah. <laughs> well, he wouldn't need the whistle after. You're done with him, right? Yeah. Um, so I guess that means if I'm killing Team Taz, I'm going to marry Mustafa and I'm fucking Kimono Wanalea because the whole point of today's episode when I asked you to do this a year ago was to right. prompt this like fantasy I had of at least getting one, if not two Asians at the same time. So (laughs) got anything on that, Charlie,
0: (laughs) (laughs) since since I'm living closer to him now, he'll know.
2: (laughs) You look like you're in the casting couch room down there, What, Charlie.
0: So this, this is like my, my office right now, which is, I I literally just moved in. So the only thing I have is this shit. Look look at this uh, setup here. Oh shit.
2: For anybody listening, he's showing us his oh, dildo shit. collection. The fuck, and it's huge. Yeah. We got a couple of Mustafas over there. But anyways. Um, but yeah, guys. Yeah, I was going to ask you. Hostile City Showdown. You you literally messaged me a year ago. You're like, I called dibs on Hostile City Showdown 96. And I was like, okay. And I started watching this show. I was like, what the fuck? What was this big hang up on this show? And then towards the end, you kind of, I kind of understood. But, well, I um,
1: told you when I asked you, I was like, listen, as uh The number one wrestling podcast on Pornhub, I feel like we are the only group of people that can sit down and properly analyze a, a, uh, especially now it's pride month, you know? So like in LGBTQ by threesome storyline in ECW without, uh, doing it a disservice. So
2: yeah, I had to be on that. And you got Stevie Richards and Daisy Dukes. It's kind of a running theme throughout the entire show. The I
0: like
1: Did it. I watch the right show? I mean, what, I mean <laughs> Raven might have been a cuck. Like, this is all Pornhub related. Like, Sandman was a cuck. I thought. Well, at least I thought he was. Oh, oh I've got cuck. that in my notes. Lot of a Lot, of, a lot yeah. of
0: cuckage in this show. But uh, I was during his during his entrance. Like, good lord! I was like, oh yeah, this is happening.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I took more notes on his entrance than the match he was in, but um.
1: No shit. <laughs>
2: But we got to hold our loads, gang. We got to we got to edge a little longer, um, because that's towards the end. But uh, overall because I've had you both on a few ECW shows from around this era, maybe a year before or whatever. What, um, first of all, would you guys overall thoughts of the show, and did you uh, get any like differences from previous shows that we've covered together? We'll start from the most Asian to least Asian. So Charlie, you first. I feel like I watched like
0: a two hour brawl. I just I, just, I was just there, oh, okay, next match. Oh, there's back in the room. Well, A lot of
2: crowd fighting.
0: That's well, I feel like feel like if I was there live at that event, it would have been amazing. If mm-hmm. watching it at home, I'm like, eh, I wish I was there live next to Missy Hyatt because, damn, Missy Hyatt, good lord, because I've uh-huh. I've seen all her videos like lately, and it's like, uh-huh. it's like she's she's like literally melting as she grows older. So like, so <laughs> it's nice to see her like now, like you know, back in 1996 where she's like,
1: damn. Yeah. Have you seen the stuff of her and Sonny together from like 10 15 years ago? I've I saw a video, like a really grainy video of like
0: them in a shower. Wait, let me let me watch it again. Hold on. <laughs> yeah.
2: You seen 10 years ago them in a the shower. I don't know if I want to watch that.
1: It was like 10 15 like they don't look great. Like this is the best I've ever seen I think Missy Hyatt look. Ah, oh, this mm, is from 10 days ago. Shit. <laughs> um So you and I have you you and I together and then you and Charlie separately have watched a lot of ECW and Mm -hmm. I put this in my notes. I feel like this is like this show represented everything that people think ECW is if they didn't watch ECW. Mm, Like this was the most ECW. uh, mm, What's the word I'm looking for? It's like a good Um, representation of what the brand is. Uh, no because yeah exactly like uh stereotypical ecw show this was a very stereotypical ecw show of what people think which i was actually okay with because the only big issue i had with this show was the fact that they censored everything like we've gone through we've been like it's kind of weird that they don't censor some stuff and then they did censor a little bit here there everything was censored and i wanted to hear all the motherfuckers and everything that new jack had to say my wife watched the beginning of the show with me, and my favorite part was she's like, "Who is that guy?" And I'm like, "You remember that documentary you watched about that guy that you know, like murdered people and stabbed that?" She goes, "That's that guy." I'm like, "Yeah." She's like, "I'm gonna, I'm gonna stick around and watch this match." <laughs> yeah, it's um, yeah, it's weird because like
2: the last show I covered, Massacre on Queens Boulevard or whatever Queens Boulevard, they didn't censor anything. Devon debuts. It's fuck this, fuck that. You have New Jack cutting a promo. It's the same thing. And here it's like they censor ass and penis and whatever the hell. So I don't know if it's like when they uploaded it to the network or what that is, but um, but outside of that, I mean, yeah, I agree with you guys. It was like very because I looked at the card before I watched it. I was, this was like the first ECW show where I was like kind of excited to watch it as it kind of went on. It was like, like Charlie said, it's like a lot of brawling. It's just a lot of mindless. It's the ECW stuff, but there was some good stuff towards the end. Which we'll get into, but it it was a very, I was very whelmed by this show, I think, until the end, and then I got a little, I got slightly chubbed at the end, but we'll get into it. I'm
1: really disappointed, uh, the one match on the card that we didn't get, because as it said at the beginning of the show, Mm -hmm. uh, it's in the most complete form possible due to technical difficulties, and we were were robbed of the banger that would have been Mikey Whipwreck uh, defeating Billy Black. <sighs> who? Wait, wait, who? Yeah. With, with Damian Kane and Lady Alexander, and I'm I, I'm very curious. <laughs> oh,
0: with the God. run-in from Crenshaw's McBasketball, right? And then uh <laughs> <laughs> and IP Freely does like it does commentary. <laughs> Dude, it's <laughs> Billy Black. I mean,
2: that everyone you name there is just my least favorite people in ACW. You, you're,
1: you're not a fan of Mikey Whipwreck?
2: Mikey Whipwreck can eat my clown asshole. Like <laughs> he is just Annoying and so is Billy Black. He, I've only seen one
0: best stunner in the business, the whipper
2: whippersnapper. Yeah, yes, sir. yeah. It's, when he gets the ring of honor and just kills everybody, just <laughs> one after the other, just, just stuns 12 people and he's just clears of, the ring.
0: He's got a lot of cushion. He pops right back up after those stunners. It's amazing. <laughs> <laughs> Not as powerful in 96. You're right.
2: <laughs> oh man, yeah. Shame. Do, do you know who won that match, Matt, by any chance? Billy Black, uh, the
1: whipwreck? My, Mikey Whipwreck won. Oh, what a shock. And it was a seven-minute, nine-second match. Oh, God. <laughs> Let me guess, six minutes and nine seconds in
0: the in the crowd. <laughs> Probably. <laughs> Are you guys aware Are, of Billy Black
2: at all? I'm not. No. He's, um, think Jerry Law. Lull- no, think um, Jimmy King from Ready to Rumble.
1: Oh, you were okay. talking about this on the last episode. That's right. Yeah. What, yeah. Billy
2: Black didn't stick with you? No, unfortunately, but as soon as
1: I heard <laughs> think Jimmy King, it it sparked yeah. that memory. I'm like, I remember little squeaky talking about this. Okay. Well, okay. We're moving on. Um, but yeah,
2: so Billy Black, shame we didn't get to see him, but we did get to see the gangsters. Not in a match, but uh and a lot of brawling. But that gets set up two brawls, well one brawl. It's kind of split up, but depends how you look at it. But we have uh Joey Styles is out there. Kicking off the show has the mic, and he calls out the gangsters for an interview—a nice sit-down interview with the gangsters. New Jacks—I guess the, the, the long and short of it is New Jack says that his wife said that he was getting soft. Is what I made out of
1: this. My wife told me the same thing last night, and I made sure to fix that. I'm sorry to
2: hear that. Um, but uh, the Mustafa is—I hate you both, man. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Charlie, can you do your best Mustafa impression? that's right that's all he
0: really did right
2: (laughs) dude i don't know like did he fall off a motorcycle like what is wrong with this dude he's so unintelligible
0: still better than roddy strong promo hey
1: uh yeah i mean yeah my my wife distinguished him as the guy with covid because he wore the mask (laughs) that's (laughs) a real trendsetter this mustafa
0: I'm sure he still has chlamydia.
2: Something. I mean, you walk into that building and you get chlamydia, just airborne, yes, I
0: think. <laughs> That's
1: God damn it. Yeah. But he pulled well, out the Eliminators, you know, the the now homeless Perry Saturn and Cronos, who never did anything outside of ECW.
2: Yeah.
1: Sh- I mean, Cronus. I mean, he
2: died in like the late 90s, didn't he? I, early no early 2000s. That would so make like a lot of sense. Sorry. I'll look it up. Course. I'm so scared. <laughs> I'll look it up while you go please do please do we need this information um but yeah so the the, yeah the gangsters and the eliminators are feuding over who's more street i guess i don't know but the the eliminators are the tag team champions and the gangsters want the titles of course they do so that's why they're feuding but the gangsters basically call out the eliminators they brawl for for what seems like four hours all around the crowd (laughs) all around the ring locker room empties Everybody clear they, they have to pull apart these two teams. And then don't worry. This never ends. Even though you think it might, because this next match kicks off, which is uh Supernova, the debut of Supernova
0: versus El Puerto Ricaño.
1: The Puerto Rican, for those of you who don't speak oh, Spanish. That's what yes.
0: that's what they were saying the whole time. Yes, yes. I, I was like taking some quick notes, like I don't know what Joy Styles is saying, so I just kept putting down Mustafa Lee. Because like, like I'm like, he's Mustafa Ali until I figure out what this, what it, so Joy Styles is calling him. So it's Puerto. Oh, it's God. Close El
2: Puerto, Puerto Rico. Recaño.
0: Okay. El, El Chile Raleño.
2: There you go. That's, <laughs> that's basically what he is. Um, but this is really not a match. I mean, it's, you know, whatever. is the de- debut of Nova. who was a, a superhero, I guess. With a, with a Are Mullen. you
1: aware of who Nova becomes, though? Yeah, he's the Simon system. Well, okay. Other than that, in ECW, he's he's in the Blue Um, World
2: Order, isn't he? That is correct. He is
1: the Hollywood Hogan of the Blue World Order. (laughs) That's right. We'll talk about it later, but right now, Blue Meanie and Stevie are kind of mocking Shawn Michaels and Diesel. Kind of, yeah. Yeah. Kind of very subtle. (laughs) the Heart Attack Kids stuff like that. Yeah, the Assless
2: Chaps. Yeah. Uh,
1: unfortunately for Stevie, who's a one-note guy, when they when they do the BWO, Nova does Hogan. Uh, Meanie does Hall, and of course, Stevie does Nash because that's the only character he can do. <laughs> hey, he does it well, all you gotta do is this,
2: right? So, uh, yeah, we got we got Supernova in here. He's you know, he's he's flying, he's he's doing stuff. No, I'm dark, just going all over the place. There you you put some respect on Noam Dar. This is
1: Supernova mm-hmm. One, all right, not okay. Supernova Eleven. This is right. you know That's what fair. inspired Noam Dar
2: to be who he is. See, you think Noam Dar is inspired by Simon Dean, is what you're telling 100%, me. Hundred percent, yes. I could yes. I could see the resemblances. You're
0: right. You're right I read that on Wikipedia. He's right. Yeah. Okay. Well, there you go. Uh, two thousand and
1: seven. By the way.
2: Boom. Um. So we got uh these two going at it, and um. Puerto's flopping all over the place. Nova is, too. It's kind of a clunky jobber match, but it's really just a placeholder for more brawling from the Eliminators and uh, the Gangsters. The Eliminators come out as these two jobbers are fighting each other. Hit them both with stiff German suplexes. Total elimination! For both of them. And uh, then they call out the Gangsters, how the turns have tabled. And then the Gangsters come back with a trash can. And then they brawl again. So... What'd you guys think of the brawling? Was it good?
1: Two notes. One, the locker room waited until they went into (laughs) the crowd and got back in the ring twice before they broke it up.
2: (laughs) Well, they were busy preparing for their
1: matches, Matthew. Um, And then the other, the other note that I had about this was um, the second time was actually enjoyable because they just let the gangsters' music play through the entire ass kicking, and I love an ass kicking to a soundtrack. So
2: the inspiration to the anarchy in the arena, this uh, this new Jack music playing <laughs> throughout
0: the brawl. Yeah. I had two notes too. One, I could watch any fight with natural-born killers in the background. It's right. like, <laughs> I don't care what they're doing. I, it's just so cool. And two, it's like that brawl, Those both of the brawls, the, the first one and the second one, just remind me of like, just people not cooperating because like no one ha- even had time to hold the chair and hit anybody right they were just holding the chair anyway and just kind of just hitting them with it because like they used- it was like me like at, like when i was like five years old like just like fighting somebody it's just kind of like just just swinging because that's what that felt like it was like i was like what am i watching here but i couldn't stop watching because natural born killers is on it so <laughs> that's all you need yeah i thought the brawls were kind of shitty
2: to be honest because like you said it was just like they they were like hitting they were like Hulk Hogan chairing yeah. everybody like yeah. just pushing Hulk the chair
0: Hogan. and everybody they couldn't even hold the chair right they didn't have time to hold the chair because the other guy wouldn't sell anyway so he was gonna hit him nobody with like was the, sell that's the, what they handle with the chair it was like
2: <laughs> they would just like be dragging each other quote unquote but they would just be like walking next to each other very they're like they were getting bored of it as they were brawling with each other. <laughs>
1: The second yeah. brawl, uh, well, I guess since you said it's really one brawl, just divided in two parts, uh, gets yeah. a 10 out of 10 for one reason and one reason only. Why is that? If it was not for this brawl, I would have not have seen Hack Myers. There the we shot, go. That's, that's who is right. now my second favorite ECW character because my new favorite ECW character I got to watch for the first time with you here on the show. Okay, little tease, little tease.
2: We'll okay. get to that. But uh, yeah, that's your point. Yeah, the that the, the, the teams fight, wherever it, it doesn't end. JT grabs the mic at some point and babbles. <laughs> Devon's there, hits Guido with a chair. And then uh, the bad crew beats up Puerto. All these stupid ECW jobbers are just fighting each other because that's when they get the time. And Hack-, Hack Myers, like you said, Matt, stands tall. So it's, it's, it's an it's A-plus
1: segment. You don't have to wait for number one because you just said it. Um, as a Sicilian with a, a very nice tan, just like JT Smith, uh, I respect him above all. So. J.T. Smith, my number one oh. wrestler. Yes. Well, like I said, I have a really dark tan, almost like J.T. Smith. He's a little darker, but he's, you know, he's Sicilian, Sicilian. I am I got that right. American in me. You know, a little That's bit of true. Dutch, too. So. You know, I like like a family guy, you know, like how
0: Peter thinks he's Italian. He goes, Bobbity, boopity, boopity. sorry, he's Italian now. Papa John's. Like, what the fuck? Fucking J.T. Smith, man.
2: Yeah, Matt. When I first saw you, Matt. I was like, you kind of look like JT Smith in my head. I probably didn't say it out loud, but it was a thought. But bibbity boppity, more bibbity boppity and boppity boopity later in the show. But b- before that, before that, we got the Dudley Boys, the true Dudley Boys. Finally, we got Bubba and Devon, with uh, of course with Big Dick and Sign Guy, and maybe some other ones ringside uh, against the Pit Bulls. Of course, the team of Pitbull Number One and pitbull number two so and francine's along yeah. with them of i love her
1: outfit by the way huge fan. what'd you like about it what do you like about of it? the ring gear um very you remember uh linda miles and the bashams and that whole like dominatrix oh, Shin- character Shaniqua. yeah Shana- yeah she was Shaniqua, yeah. but i'm tough enough she was linda miles the whole dominatrix character that she did Mm-hmm. Definitely had vibes of that, especially when she started just beating the shit out of uh, whichever Dudley boy is in the wheelchair <laughs> for whatever reason.
2: That <laughs> was so that's
1: That's part of the match. Francine's been through it,
2: so I'm not going to give her, you know, every show I watch, she gets either total elimination. She gets super kicked by Stevie Richards or pile driven by Tom. She just gets her ass kicked every show. I think this is the first show where she finally got some comeuppance. Have, but, you,
1: have you already watched the one where she gets the pile driver from Dreamer and her boob pops out?
0: I don't remember the boot popping out. I've seen like nine times. <laughs> just that clip. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. It's, yeah. And then that, the, the best part about Beulah look checks herself. She's like, nope, that ain't <laughs> happened to me. <laughs> that shit ain't <laughs> happened to me. <laughs> like, but anyway, that was that was probably the best match I've ever seen in ECW history. Anyway, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead, guys. I'm sorry. This, this match?
2: This match is the best one? Oh, yeah, seen? sure. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> yeah, what was your favorite uh, Pitbull spot in this
0: one? The, the best part of this match had no, nothing to do with Pitbull. It was literally Francine beating the living daylights out some dude in the, in, the, in, the, in the like, and she was still kicking his ass. This match just kept going, and she was still yeah. beating the shit out of this poor guy for no reason. It just kept going. I was like, "This is we booked." This did did Bubba
2: say that his name was like Pussy Eater or something? See, I was very confused about that as well. Because he does this whole thing where he stutters and says, "My right? name is," bu- yeah. Bu- Buh, buh, buh. And, th- and then uh somebody slap. it's not big dick somebody else slaps him on the back and then bubba's like um, i'm confused what, what do
1: you guys what, think he said when devon came in and he's yelling yeah I, something uh it was either something devon said or joey said on commentary about being orally fixated on francine yeah. yep. right so that was where i got the context of he was like my name is buh, 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 pussy eater <laughs> Pussy Eater Dudley? Is that but, his yeah. name is? Bush, yeah, <laughs> bush Eater. There you go. Maybe
0: that's, that's why actually, she was so something. offended
1: because she you know, she's not yeah. she's like, what Bush?
0: I mean you could Is she more pit number one or pit bull number two down there? <laughs> <laughs>
2: Sorry. Well her her Okay. So the pit bulls Dolly. are even <laughs> out here. This isn't a match. It's more crowd ball brawling it felt like every time they cut to pitbull number two he had a chair wrapped around his head so i don't know what his deal is um jewelry right he's not selling any chair shots but he always has one all around his neck so but again chairs bullshit leather francine did the most action probably in this match uh chairing and just kicking the other accessory dudley's ringside
1: was uh, this a match though like, did the match bell ring? Because I was oh, at the end um. of the match, the way the match ended, I was like, because it didn't really end. I was like, did the match ever just get started, or did they just start beating the shit out of each other?
2: That's a good question. You know, I didn't, uh, I need to consult the win loss record book on this one. Uh,
1: hold on. I've, uh, <laughs> the I've fans got lost. That up. So it does say, uh, it well, just considering- says fought to a no contest oh.
2: <laughs> considering the ref got super bombed
1: <laughs> and uh, why like, what just...
2: because fuck them i think <laughs> is the reason
1: <laughs> that's right well, but... devon cracked him with a chair yeah what's- and Why? <laughs> and
0: yeah. then
1: the dudley boys just went off and did whatever the fuck they did and then the pitbulls are like yeah fucking super power bomb top rope
2: <laughs> yeah that's where that's where it, it ends for whatever so i don't know what this accomplished i guess this is going to be a the pitbulls are 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 strongly entering the running for worst wrestler of 1996 for me because every <laughs> every match i watch of
0: them is just nonsense it's it's this every time there was one irish whip and a sunset flip for some reason in this match, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it was still so random. There's like brawling everywhere. Then, like, like they cut back to the ring, and someone does a sunset flip. I'm like, whoa, what was this, dude? Yeah, it was Devon.
2: Devon. They're like, it's just mindless brawling in the crowd. Like you said, it's like a headlock. Yeah, Let me hit the ropes. Sunset
0: flip. It is like false finishes. It's like, but then Can it you imagine happen. that he's calling in the ring, like, oh, okay, mahi straw cradle now. Mahi straw cradle. Okay, okay. Schoolboy, schoolboy. I mean, possibly. <laughs> but uh, ten minutes of, of armwork. Fuck with the Dudley's. That's such thou a great learn. line. I love Dude. that. It took so long to deliver. I was like, wait, what
1: here it comes, here it comes.
0: Oh, so It's
1: like, one thing you're gonna learn, Bubba. <laughs> and then one thing you guys are gonna learn, and now three things you're gonna learn. Thou shalt not kill. I don't remember what number two was, and three was thou shalt not fuck with the Dudleys.
2: Yeah. So cool. It's so weird in hindsight because Don eventually just became like the background guy in the Dudleys, it feels like. like yeah. Bubba was always the more outspoken. But in the beginning, Devon's like, he's probably like one of the best talkers in the company at this point, or at least one of the most entertaining, other than like New Jack, maybe. But it's a weird dynamic. But yeah, this is his first match, Devon's in ECW. He debuted at the last show. So uh, it's a fun little, fun little history there. But uh, otherwise, the match kind of, uh, my pickle was soft during this one. But any other thoughts on, on this one, gang? No. No. Well, we got to get to Dangerous Devon Storm, I think, is what you guys want to do, right? Skip. Yes. <laughs> you guys familiar with Dangerous Devon Storm?
1: So I listened to Joey Styles explain who Dangerous Devin Storm was, and you're aware, and I, we're kind of on the same path. I'm a little ahead of you, but uh, mm-hmm. I've been watching WCW since the dawn of Nitro in 1995. And they kept saying, he's from WCW, blah, blah, blah. blah." I have never seen or heard of this man in my life. And I am in 1997 Mm. at October, 1997. No, November, 1997. So yeah, he was came and gone and never on an episode of Nitro that I can remember.
2: Yeah. And I'm watching Nitro and WCW like parallel to this. So I'm watching at the same time that this is happening no clue who this guy is. I've never seen this guy in my life. I, I, I'm convinced he's never been at WCW. I'm, con- I'm convinced he's a plant. But unless he had like a weird gimmick or like a mask or something.
0: There you go. Because, was, I'm, 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 he was in those wild six-mans with like hoovie and fucking cyclope and motherfucking <laughs> <laughs> psychosis. <laughs> yeah. We're not even there Storm. yet WCW, man. We're oh, not even we're at, we're not in division. Even
1: oh, God. Yeah. Never mind. Yeah. He hasn't even got that far yet. Shit.
2: He, I try he's probably it. in the Dungeon of Doom somewhere. He's probably such oh, a so. stupid-ass character. In he's oh. the Yeti. Probably. Maybe he was just on stilts the entire time. Maybe that's that. the realization. Loch Ness? Maybe he was Loch <laughs> oh, Ness? Definitely. Damn. Definitely. Um, <gasps> but, he anyways. Sucked. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Uh,
0: Charlie, can you describe Devin Storm for the people listening? Dude was wor- Dude looked like fucking Leaf Cassidy. Like he looked, <laughs> he looked, he looked like that that's that outfit head on right. He was like he was the most unintimidating fucker to ever come out to the ring. And I'm just saying, like, please, just drop him on his head once, Taz, just like, get this over with, because it was pretty bad. He looked tall. He looked athletic. He had a mullet. He looked like Crush wearing black and green. But other than that, that's you know, call. right? Crush, like you know how Crush used to come out with the orange and and Cone purple. Yes, yeah. yeah, he looked like that to me. But other than that, like, uh, I'll, let's rewind five minutes ago. He sucked. <laughs> yeah, it's when I saw this on paper, I was like, oh, cool.
2: Taz is going to squash another jobber. We're going to see another guy get paralyzed in the middle of the ring. But this was more yeah. of like a match. And I was kind of disappointed because there, I don't know, Devin Storm, I guess they had some kind of stock in this guy. I guess he had some qu- sort of credibility. But I mean, to me, and Joey Styles on commentary and, and Taz after the match, they were both insinuating that he was like a Sabu ripoff, but nothing that he did re- resembled Sabu. From what I, saw, other than he did a plancha a to moves. the outside,
1: yeah, he did a couple moves. There was like that springboard leg drop thing. I guess standing Taz, like he just stole some of Sabu's shit. <laughs> yeah, I guess and that kind of stuff was really new at the
2: time. Yeah, because yeah. like nowadays everybody does that stuff. But yeah, I guess that's a good point. It was more
1: um, specific. I think the last time you and I watched an ECW show, Taz was still in a loincloth. I could be wrong.
2: Oh, that's a good question. What was I think he might have been wearing the long singlet. I think he was shaven uh, on his head. <laughs> oh <yeah. laughs> don't know about anything else. I,
1: I think I may have d- we may have uh done both of the hostile shit uh hostile shitty takeovers, uh yeah. hostile city <laughs> takeovers together. I think this is becoming right. like a tradition and unfortunately I think this is the last one. So. Yeah, it is according to Peacock it is. But, we we uh, can go back and watch 1994 if you just
2: want to oh, get some uh Sandman as a surfer or whatever. Yeah. 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 Yeah, yeah it sounds like something I want to do. Um, but this like I said, it's a it's a match and the match happened. But Bill Alfonso grabs the mic before the match and he has a Flyers Stop. jersey. I don't know if you guys are aware, but the Flyers are, are a hockey team in the Philadelphia, Pennsylvania area. Uh, apparently, these fellas in the crowd love them some Flyers. But Bill Alfonso doesn't. He's more of a Tampa Bay Lightning fan, which Fucking is not. Tony Conmark. <laughs> <laughs> He's uh so Bill January. Alfonso. <laughs> he has a jersey, he stomps on it. It's whatever. Uh I don't I hate your hometown thing kind of stuff, but Bill Alfonso and his whistle is good stuff. And uh, it is not good stuff.
1: <laughs> the best part of this match was when Taz went to go for that suplex to the outside and Devon Storm completely missed the table. Dude. Is Devon Storm is he dead? I think that killed him, actually. I think he might have he might, he might have
2: passed away after that. Um it's Googleable. There there yes, like to your point, there was a table set up ringside. Taz tries to belly to belly Devon Storm over the ropes through the table but doesn't get enough
1: holy uh, shit. Uh oh. He's actually Cronus, isn't he? No. Devin Storm is Crowbar. What? Oh. I typed fun. in Devin Storm ECW, and the first thing that comes up six one, 49 years old, Christopher Ford, Crowbar.
2: <laughs> that's so funny. And I, I can see it now. That explains a lot of Crowbar's recent videos. This is the shot <laughs> to the head he took. But uh, wow, that's fun. I guess I, got, I guess he's probably like a power plant guy in
1: WCW
2: he's probably like on Saturday night and is the thing.
1: There is a picture of dangerous Devon Storm with the Nitro graphic in like the thing as I'm scrolling over. So apparently he did have something on a Nitro one. Oh. Okay. Crazy, crazy. But yeah, did he Crowbar. lose to Goldberg? I mean,
0: like, who's this? <laughs> I hope so. <laughs> All right.
2: So, so Crowbar gets concussed on the concrete floor and um, oh, we got shout out the uh, chair moonsault that Crowbar does earlier in the match, which looked pretty. I mean, he's stealing from J.T. Smith here, which is kind of um, shenanigans, but I'll allow it. I'll allow it But yeah, Taz after after Devin lands on the concrete. He gets counted out, but Taz is not satisfied with that. So he goes outside and chokes him out on the floor as he is surely already knocked out and then Taz gets in the ring and mocks Sabu Sabu was in the building. I don't know why they didn't have a little thing, but yeah. Good stuff, right, Gang? You never, uh, you
1: know, got done having sex and thought, oh, hey, I forgot to choke her and then just choked her after the sex was over? <laughs> not a thing.
2: I don't, I, I've choked like a dinner and stuff, but, um, Wait, what? <laughs> huh? Overcooked the meat or whatever. But <laughs> next match, we got Jay, not JT Smith. We got little Guido. We got Guides out here. Taking on Axel Rotten, it's the uh, I guess the official debut of the FBI. They kind of came together at the last show, but I think this is the first time they like referred to the FBI. JT Smith is annoying. Is a
1: note that I took. <laughs> I'm so sick of JT Smith. I need him to go somewhere. J. Little T. Guido's awesome, was fantastic, and this was a racist ass match. I'm just saying. Why do you say that? Because they were against the Italians the entire time, and I don't appreciate it. Oh, that's right! You are Italian. The commentary, Axel Rotten, and the shit he was like, no, it was, it was unfair to my boys, JT Smith and Little mm. Guido, the full-blooded Sicilians. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they needed more Chuck Palumbo, I think. Oh, but um... Johnny Stamboli, maybe. Oh, the bull!
0: Love the bull! The bull. can I keep going. Uh, A big Sally Granziano. Oh, Does anyone is that know big the guy? Guido? Yeah. Yeah. Fuck! I don't need. It. I just pull that on my. Head. I, I hope there's somebody named that. Holy No, there shit. was there
2: was the guy. I think it was the second one night stand that WWE did. That him and the Big Show had a face off. Wasn't it like Big Guido? Wasn't that his name?
0: Oh, there, there's a Big Guido also. The guy I'm thinking about is like this, like big old. Oh, on, I got Google because. It it, oh, you're be like talking
2: about um
0: big, big dude, like PN News looking motherfucker, like the fat dude. The um yeah. yeah.
2: Cox Sucker, what's his name? I've covered a few of his matches. It'll come to me.
0: Uh Devin Storm. Uh <laughs> <laughs> well. Yeah, what's his name? Big Big Cell E. Graziano. See? I was right.
2: He had a different name in ECW. Who cares? Somebody uh, will call him. Oh
0: yeah, please call him now. Um 9 Please call. <laughs> so
2: uh yeah, Guido. axel Rotten. What'd you guys make of this this contest?
1: I have three I, notes, uh, but go ahead, Charlie. Oh, no, you I said just, most Asian I, to least Asian. So you oh, just go yeah. first. OK,
0: so, I've had one note the whole time. And it was the most entertaining part of the match was J.T. Smith taking an Italian flag and whipping straw hat guy in the front row. <laughs> 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 That's my favorite part of the match. He, just, he, he, was just, he was just beating that poor guy with a flag. I'm like, why? This is so sacrilegious. And you are beating up a, a, a I keep saying passenger. You're beating up a, a audience member with a flag. I'm like, all right, this yeah. is pretty cool. <laughs>
1: Um, I want to know when Joe Gertner goes from whatever the fuck he's doing to being the quintessential man. stud oh, muffin man. of wrestling, because I cannot wait for that. Yes. Uh, I thought the most entertaining part of the match was when they got a pie <laughs> from, and all I could think of is when the moon hits your eye like a big yeah. pizza pie. That's some more. But it was a pie. pie. Yeah, yeah. No, it was just a pie. Yeah, uh, it was just a pie. And this also felt like it was way longer than six minutes. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Well, the pre-match was kind of, you know, they had to to introduce
2: the Italians the right way and all that stuff. You have J.T. Smith abusing Joe Gertner with the flag and all of that stuff. But, yeah, Axel ends up winning with the Dominator for some reason. I'm sick of this Axel Rotten character. Um, But, I mean, Guido showed some chops in here because, like, obviously it's a very gimmicky act but guido was in there like wrestling like it yeah. was like legit stuff like he was showing that he was legit so i enjoyed it but like in the middle of him like locking in submissions and beating the shit out of the rotten he would like go over to jt smith for a break and get a little kiss on the cheek uh because i guess is that what italians do do they just you know go over to their brother or cousins and get kisses when we're they very a...
1: we're you know we're very affectionate people
2: okay you have a very kissable head I, I see,
0: and I get kissed on the head a lot.
2: If I ever meet you, I'm going to grab you by the face and kiss you on the f- head.
1: I will be
0: okay with that. You guys want me gi- to issue. You guys want me to give you some time alone. I mean, I'll,
1: right no, I want you to watch. <laughs> no. I want oh, you okay. to be Sandman. Can you, can you <laughs> get back you. into that closet <laughs> and then just use your tears as lube as we flirt <laughs> with you? There you <laughs> go. What? <that?
0: laughs>
1: yeah.
2: Now, now I'm going to have a clip of him coming out of the closet <laughs> to <laughs> the use. <guys> <laughs> <laughs> there you yep. go.
0: <laughs> sure or what?
2: don't promise me a good time well I know I <sighs> Charlie comes out of the closet it's gonna be the title hey, of this episode
0: it, no. lured him in lured him in I hate you both <laughs> There was, even the begin, the beginning of the match was wild because like right away Guido runs at Axel and Axel back by drops him, nearly drops him on his fucking head. And I'm like, mm. what was the point of this? You're going to kill the guy right away. You're going to bring him to the beginning of the match. I'm like, all right, whatever. this this And like Axel Ron looks so confused without glass on his hands taped to his <laughs> fist. The whole match, yeah. he was just like, What do I do now? I'm not killing anybody. No one's getting stabbed. When do I when do I cut myself?
2: No barbed wire baseball bats yeah. or anything. <laughs>
0: just... just
2: gotta do like wrestling moves. It's crazy. <laughs> yeah, it's crazy that, that the one time people get the people get injured in the ring more so than the outside. So maybe that's why they spend most of the show fighting on the outside. There you go. Is safety. Safety is what they're after. This extreme <laughs> championship wrestling. But I
1: really miss the Axel and Rotten feud that we oh <laughs> my god yeah. Up together. Yeah. yeah. Uh, after watching Axel Rotten wrestle someone else yeah. besides Ian, I really miss the Axel Rotten Ian Rotten feud. Dude, they're really pushing this Axel Rotten guy. I mean, he's
2: he's like on every show. He, he fought RVD at his debut. He had a title match against Sandman. He fought somebody at the last show. I forget. Where the uh, fuck so, did Ian go? Who gives a shit? He's probably. <laughs> Wait, who's the one that died? I think it was Axel. Well, it's Googleable. Later on, here go. <laughs> let's see that Axel. Let's 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 see what they're doing nowadays. Let's let's get the hubbub. <laughs> Axel Rodden has passed. He passed away in, in uh, 2016. Ooh. All right. Oh, he's in TNA. Oh, it's a hardcore justice, of course. Um, well, we'll get to that one day. Can't wait for that. But until then, we got Guido. We got JT Smith. They're in the ring. Because like, Axel wins and JT is like, hey, bada-bing, bobby boobity, bobby bibbity. And then he's like, oh, I'm going to get Guido to kick your ass. He's like, "He, he, he G- Axel just beat him. I don't know.
1: This is all stupid, but any other thoughts? Ian Rotten wasn't even actually related to Axel Rotten. Excuse me?
2: You might as well just tell me Sa- Santa wasn't real. He, <laughs> there's, there's... he was he,
1: he was trained by Axel Rotten, but his real name is John Benson Williams. Oh, don't tell me that. And he's not even British. What? Well, I didn't know he was supposed to be
0: British, but still. His it's, biological uh, brother is Devon Dudley.
2: Oh, <laughs> look at that. We'll save that for our offshoot, uh, rotten retrospective podcast. Um, it's behind the paywall. But we got the main event next. We got Sandman and two cold Scorpio. Well, it's my main event? Sandman and two cold Scorpio, along with Missy Hyatt. Take it on the bruise brothers, not the blue brothers, the bruise brothers. No, it, on- it was
1: the blue brothers as well. And Skull not, and Eight Ball and Ron and Don name. Harris. It's not their name, Matthew. It's but they're all groups. the same people.
2: No, 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 no. These they have different names. Yeah, I looked it up last night. No, they're they're different.
0: It's so we got Don big... Harris. <laughs> Go oh. ahead. No, no. Obviously, the Big Show split in half. <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> Better versions of the Big Show. I'm a big Harris guy. I don't know about you guys. I'm a big fan of Skull and Eight Ball. Was, was it the, the Nazi
1: thing they did that you really liked, or
2: that was mainly the, the part that really drew me in? Um, but the wrestling was fine along with that, I guess. Um, I was more of a fan of their uh, with Zebuchiah, was that what his name was as their manager? Yeah, uh, um, yeah, Dutch Mantel.
1: Yep, there you go.
2: Can't forget that WrestleMania classic with uh, the Allied Powers from the Blues, the Bruce brothers. So, the entrance here again, like I said, it's probably more notable than the match, probably longer than the match. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean. Lots of uh, so, so uh, my, my my thing here. Sandman looks like he's just actively coming through through the entire thing. The look <laughs> on his face, and I can't blame him to be honest. But um, yeah, what were, your th- what were your guys' thoughts on the presentation of uh, Sandman, Scorpio, and Missy Hyatt here?
0: I I don't know how they managed to to fit in a WrestleMania style entrance into a a tiny little bingo hall but that's what it felt like because it took like fucking 10 minutes and it was just it was just listening to it was it enter sandman but not the fun yeah. way because you know enter Sandman's like you know it's like it's like everyone's like you know like head bobbing. this is just weird staring at each other <laughs> like gazing <laughs> into his eyes and shit and like it couldn't get like i was just thinking to myself this couldn't get any more weird and then t- too score comes out yeah and then they dance it was missy i'm like all right it got weirder i don't know you
1: guys maybe you guys could can make heads or tails of this one i uh... so i wrote sandman and missy hyatt almost fuck um i'm assuming her her name is missy hyatt because that's where she spends most of her time is in the hyatt um nice. joey says sandman and Two cold scorpio have nothing in common but i think missy hyatt is what they have in common <laughs> that's what it seemed like uh sandman had a big smile on his face watching too cold scorpio and missy hyatt dance together because he's a cuck sand cuck and then they DP'd her to close out the entrance. Mm. Is it a DP? Oh, I guess it would be a D. I guess you penetrated. It was a out, Missy right? Hyatt sandwich, right? That's
2: what Joey Styles says. Yeah. So, so here's my play-by-play: the notes that I took. Um, Missy and Sandman have sex against the ring post. Uh, Scorpio does the same thing inside the ring. Um, Sandman is a cuck. Never mind. Missy goes back and gives Sandman a bejew yeah okay we got an eiffel tower joey styles calls it a missy hyatt sandwich so this is kind of this is the work rate that we pay to see from ecw
1: what what really confused me though is uh joey styles on commentary once the match actually got started goes come on we know this isn't going to be a classic australian rules tag t- like did tag team matches get invented in australia is that
2: yeah it's bronson reed and uh rhea ripley i think invented it <laughs> buddy murphy yeah yeah the cucks were the bushwhackers though no, they were new zealand right yeah that's the only Same like thing. A, yeah it's like the only <laughs> australian team i could think of from this time um but the match gets underway yeah like you said joey's like ah it's gonna go into the crowd but i feel like it didn't or maybe it did it was like the least crowd fighting match of the card so far i feel like at this point um, it
1: definitely did break down and everyone just got in the ring and started beating the shit out of each other though like within a yeah, minute yeah. he called it he's like within a minute uh, tags tags will be out <laughs> yeah Scorpio's dodging a double big boot and- mm-hmm. yeah, it like attempts to be
2: a wrestling match in the beginning and then like you said it breaks down and at some point Sandman it, like the Bruise brothers try to rip his shirt off so they, they can whip him in the back and as they're whipping Sandman with a belt Missy Hyatt gets on the apron and starts laughing and rubbing her bean to this, and I'm like, <laughs> okay, is she, like, aligned with the Bruise Brothers, or is just this just a BDSM thing? It seems like just a BDSM kind of thing, which, no kink shaming here.
1: Well, it's a cuck thing. Like, she likes to see her man get humiliated and help okay. in the humiliation while she fucks too cold Scorpio and he watches. I'm really having a different perspective on Sandman as I watch all these shows.
2: I, I, did not, <laughs> I did not anticipate this becoming the man that this guy was. But also at the same time, not super surprised. Um, but yeah, Sandman, after he's done getting whipped, he goes back over to Missy and pours beer on her tits and motorboats him. And then he turns around and gets kicked in the face. And at this point, it's just like, this is the most ECW match I've ever seen, I think. Um, then, Then into the crowd, we go, we have Scorpio diving into the crowd from the ring. They fight around everywhere, they get back in the ring, Scorpio hits a moonsault on one of the bruisers for the win. So Sandman and Scorpio get the Duke here, but uh I don't know if the match really matters as much as, you know, me getting chubbed up watching this. So We all we all won. <laughs> you know? I don't know.
0: Oh man, it's yeah, uh, uh, yeah uh, it happened. I don't know what to say. It was just uh, like another brawl. You're right, and then and then for some reason, yeah, the whole whipping thing, the like Missy Hyatt going like, I'm just thinking about like who booked this match, like who's like, all right, this is what we're gonna do. You're gonna whip him, mm-hmm. and she's gonna get really turned on. You're gonna get motorboated, and then this is gonna happen, and then that's gonna happen. And like, uh, give me a second. All right, so now, <laughs> okay, th- now this is what's gonna happen. Next part of the match, <laughs> and like, I'm like, just, like, what the fuck was that? I like that. Is, that.
2: is that the noise you make when you pull your plug? <laughs> oh
0: <Yeah.
2: Da-da-da-da-da-da. laughs> <laughs> <Wee. laughs> I'm gonna I go. Mean,
0: your, new,
2: your new clean office. You're just, just <laughs> disgracing it. Give me a single um,
0: idea.
2: Go back in the closet, <laughs> man. What? Why do you have paper towels on the floor? Do you? Is that how you clean? That's gonna give you some chafing.
1: No shit! Like I was gonna say, it's like those people that like blow their nose with paper towels instead of tissue paper. You know, like yeah, it, it gets a job. Just gonna man. rub it raw, trying to clean <laughs> up
0: it. It gets a job. Okay,
1: is that is that a cup on your
2: shelf? Like a like a jock strap?
0: Oh, this right here. Yeah, I was gonna put up a bunch of DVDs. Like to like to like
1: DVD. <laughs> you want DVD?
0: It's stereotypical Asian.
1: <laughs> Oh, you you were gonna what? just put a bunch of DVDs up, not in their cases, just just random
0: DVDs. Because like, I don't dish. know where all the I have no idea where all the cases went. So I was like, uh, I'm just gonna put a bunch of discs up right here and like what, just what, see how it goes.
2: What Ring of Honor show was that?
0: That was seventh uh, anniversary.
2: Okay. Yeah.
0: yeah. Well, I mean, like I have a hard on for this guy right here. Any of us matches? Homicide. I love- a little homicide that- action. No. Oh, that looked like homicide. <laughs> Who is that? Kenta. Oh, Kenta. Uh, I forgot that what is kind of that is like. Hideyo
1: Atami, sir. You're... Yeah. Oh my god, where do you live again? Like, sir, I'm a fucking yeah!
2: <laughs> I, I mean... love how that's you're, you're like building your office or whatever, and that's your centerpiece is yeah, a first... Ring of Honor DVD out of the case <laughs> on your shelf.
0: I don't care. I, I love me some Nigel. I love me some Kenta. You okay, well, I'm all <laughs> about it. No hate. Don't you?
2: <sighs> well, I uh. I know what you guys are thinking. You're like, well, this ECW show, it's been pretty good so far. But not a not quite enough cinder blocks to the penis. Well, what? I'm oh. here to fix that for you. Uh we got Brian Lee, Prime Time Brian Lee versus Tommy Dreamer. Uh looking like the fake un- still looking like the fake Undertaker even in this getup. But uh
1: looking like the fake American Badass Undertaker. However, uh I have a question for you.
2: 3 inches flaccid two erect?
1: How many royal families are there in wrestling?
2: Uh, more than one, for sure. For sure. Including
1: including the Harris family, because Brian Lee is actually cousins with uh, right. the Bruce Brothers what? in real life. Huh? So Chain, 8-Ball, and Skull are all actually related.
2: It's pretty cool. Those are pretty cool names, too. Really yeah. incites fear in their opponent.
0: Who is the fourth disciple of Apocalypse? Ooh... Um, I'll give you a hint. Devin Storm. <laughs> <laughs> it actually works. I like I mean, that, actually. I mean, it's
1: a good hint. What you think about it? Because it was crushed, right? right. And okay. Crowbar fits right in with chains, eight ball and skull. There you go. Look at that. Look at that.
2: We're, we're just putting this all together. So Pud. pud. <laughs> <laughs> we got Brian Lee, Tommy Dreamer. Brian Lee is the newest member of Raven's flock. So he's uh, here to take out Tommy for Raven, I suppose. Raven's nest. Or even, oh, yeah, that's right. It's not the flock until WCW, right? Yeah, you'll get yeah. there. I'm I'm I'm
1: about there, so
2: but um I'm almost there. So we got a Tommy Dreamer starting off with a stunner with a chair, which was fun. The innervator of violence, like puts the chair like on his shoulder and stuns Brian it Lee. I the thought most that was convoluted setup. Look, we've seen a lot of bullshit from we've seen <laughs> JT Smith try to do backflips with chairs and to hit. Because he's people. fantastic. Okay. Uh, so Tommy's trying some stuff and, uh, they fight into the crowd shocker, but, uh, we at least get a little stage dive from Tommy dreamer. Um, uh, but otherwise I thought this was as far as the brawls and this, this, this show go, I thought this was one of the better ones. what you guys think of it?
1: Under faker defeats dreamer. That's all <laughs> I wrote. <laughs> I, the
0: concerto Dan was pretty cool. Where, where well, I think Brian Lee holds up the two two chairs and then and then the the Blues Bruise whatever the fuck brothers like kick kick him in the head. I thought that was pretty cool. Other than that, next match. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well,
2: I mean, we got to talk about the under faker coming out here and obliterating the referee with a clothesline. Tommy, I mean, they're doing some wrestling in there. Tommy goes for a uh, or Brian Lee goes for a backslide. Tommy like backflips over him into a DDT. So it's like, wow, Tommy Dreamer as as the work rate guy in this
0: time period. He did like accidentally it. do a bulldog. That's right. He he did a bulldog on the stage. I was sitting there like, that's the most ECW <laughs> bulldog ever. <laughs> like, it he, is. You can't do it in the fucking ring. But it. But yeah, you're right. He's wrestling. So give him that. He's, He's hardcore. Innovating. It's
2: hardcore. Yeah. <laughs> God damn it. A couple DDTs in the ring. Well, t- Tommy hits one DDT. And then goes for the pin. And then the, bru- the Bruise Brothers come in to stop it. And then they do like the whole thing over again. They do it like a second time. And then... Eventually, Brian Lee puts a cinder block on Tommy's genitals and hits the cinder block with a chair and that gets the win. So uh, I guess that's his finisher cinder block to the penis. But in uh, the cinder block, didn't it's not this like new age cinder block with like swerve stomping on Keith Lee or when Eric Bischoff stomped Jr's head with a cinder block. No, this is a it felt like a real deal cinder block. And uh, yeah, so that's the thing that happened. How else do you end a match? Cinder block to the gooch. It's the only <laughs> way to do it. It's the only way to do it. Well, now, now that we've had all the brawling, we get some more brawling, but more entertaining, I think. Probably one of the better ECW matches that I've seen so far in my rewatch. Flash match got, on the card. Ah, uh, yeah, for sure. For sure. We got Sabu versus Rob Van Dam. So I describe this match it like it like it wasn't particularly smooth it felt like a shoot wrestling match but not like not like mma it felt just like if you like tried to do pro wrestling stuff to somebody like on the street but it like it was well done i thought i mean sabu and rvd i mean they would go on to have a ton of matches but this is kind of a coming out party for rvd as far as uh, having like big matches on these shows but kind of like yeah. the coming out party that he had
1: from the closet i fucking yeah. hate you dude That's seriously come <laughs> on just god
0: Damn it!
1: <laughs> if I had known you were gonna come out of the closet, I would have had streamers or something. Already, it's I'm Pride Month. I mean, come yeah, on. exactly.
2: If it's, it's, it's so, it's, it's time to do it. But, I love everyone.
0: Did you love the match though? <laughs> <laughs> I'm gay. No, the the match I thought was awesome. It, like I'm, I can't really describe it other than like it was just pretty much doing whatever it takes to beat their guy. It's it's like it was plotting because like you know they're they're doing all these high spots and then it like, gets yeah. slow because you're really. D- damaging somebody, but then they would do do the most insane things. Like, all right, I can't beat him. This is what I'm gonna do. I'm gonna dive into the ring, or I'm gonna do like I'm gonna uh pit, I'm gonna do a triple jump plancha here. I'm gonna do a triple jump moonsault here, and like R- RVD's offense is just so smooth. Like he, he just mm. makes a, a, a leg drop look amazing. And I was just sitting there like, like I, I just couldn't stop watching. It was pretty good. It's just back and forth, back and forth. Especially compared to like the other wrestling that we've seen on the card. Like yeah. it, it's so clear
2: that RVD is like so many levels above everybody else.
1: Yeah. I feel like a lot of the spots in this match are used in ECW video packages or like the opening for like ECW TV going forward. Mm-hmm. Like there were at least three or four times where I saw something. And I'm like, oh, I know I've seen that before in like a video package. Just the, uh, I think Sabu flipping over the top rope with the second leg drop to put RVD through it. There was a dive mm-hmm. to the outside from RVD. There were, there were quite a few things in here that I know I've seen before and just like little clips in video packages
2: yeah I mean this is this is like represents what I expect from ECW at least because like there's a point where Sabu and RVD you're fighting in the crowd like in the front row and then Sabu grabs a chair tosses it into the ring like perfectly like leaps from the barricade into the ring sets up the chair like all like fluid motions here then hits the ropes runs up the chair hops on the rope jumps to the outside just looks so clean like this is like peak Sabu stuff here um, there's another point where R V D sit up on the top rope and Sabu has a chair set up and he runs up the chair onto the rope and goes for her and Kenrana, but R V D like jumps around him or over him or something, and then takes the chair and throws it at Sabu and the chair goes like cascading into the crowd, probably decapitates somebody watching. Um so just like a lot of fun spots like
1: that. It, to your point, it's a lot of like high spots, but it's still
2: felt very entertaining, especially in comparison to the other stuff on the show. Very you really hope
1: it decapitated, and I know it didn't because I know he's in the next match too. But there was one guy in the crowd that looked kind of like just incredible, but like broke man just incredible. Like today's oh. just incredible, and uh he really <laughs> wanted someone to take his chair, and nobody would take his chair, like they <laughs> <Good>. just completely <laughs> ignored him and grabbed it from somebody else. And there were five times or six times during the show where I saw him, and he's just like reaching over the barricade, like, take my chair, and they're like, ah fuck you. <laughs>
2: You got to bring a more fun uh, weapon. You got to bring a a plastic dinosaur, a toaster, (laughs) something. A pie apparently works. (laughs) There we go. So, um, yeah. So fun stuff here. Like you got like a lot of dives through tables and some wrestling in the ring, a couple suplexes, some stuff off the top rope, but ultimately uh, Sabu wins with a beautiful triple jump moonsault. So runs up the chair, jumps like halfway across the ring lands on the top rope, moonsaults back across halfway across the ring, lands on RVD perfectly. And uh, yeah, so Sabu gets the win with that. But uh, RVD came off looking really good in this match, I thought. By the way, both guys are like, like, broken, like RVD has a, a broken wrist. Sabu, I'm sure everything is six is probably fucked up. Is I think, <laughs> Joey had said he had like a bruised the tailbone? Yeah, yeah, so this is like oh, not, even, not even, a, okay. <laughs> not even, okay, not even, sabu sounds like a top to me i would i
1: would you know what what do you guys think sabu top bottom or verse see when i think of sabu i think of someone who's really into like pain and so i'm gonna say bottom that's a good point actually charles I don't know, but I don't, I don't know, but I could, you know, with
0: how Joy Style always names all his moves, I, I could tell that like, he's probably doing giving him like the uh, the Arabian like Dirty Sanchez or the Arabian, <laughs> like, because everything he does is the Arabian something like the Arabian yeah. like so. But he, I'd say he'd be on top because he would literally like just jump off top rope and then slide his dick into something. Is that what he did? I missed that in this match. <laughs> that's what I'm just way. saying. He probably would. He would try it. He would try it, but um, or is he really or, or does he go like this, and he starts to tickle the guy's balls? <laughs> so maybe he's a bottom guy, I don't know you know you put, you you both
2: pose really good arguments i'll uh I'll think about that and get back to you, but um, after the match, Sabu offers his hand to r v d but r v d rejects it and walks away, so it seems like we're setting up uh, more matches between these two, which I'm all about, so yeah, good stuff all around, I thought
1: I know how Sabu feels. I've offered my hand to Kyle many times, and every time he just walks away. Oh, Kyle, last time he mind. said "mouth or nothing." I was literally going to say that. Look at that. That's how you know it's accurate.
2: You
0: guys want me to leave you alone again, guys? I'm here. Alone. <laughs> let's let's you know, Let's all get in the closet. Let's just,
2: three minutes of heaven
0: or whatever. Again, don't promise me the good time. <laughs> uh I but oh, good. No, go ahead. No, no,
2: not the free. <laughs> Well, that brings us to the main event. We got the ECW heavyweight title on the line. We got the champion Raven defending against Shane Douglas, the franchise. So uh, this match has been built up pretty well. I mean, Shane it came back from the old Dean Douglas stuff. and has kind of been fighting his way back to the title. And there's kind of somewhat of a culmination of that.
1: But uh, we got Raven with his nest. Go ahead. Are you not going to acknowledge the the major thing that happened in this episode right off the bat? No, I think we're just going to talk about the wrestling. In this no, morning. this is about the wrestling. Please, go ahead. We closed a fucking ECW show with an ECW title match. I didn't even think about that.
2: That is, is that the first time? You know what? I think the last show might have. I can't. No, it didn't. No, it didn't. It closed with a stupid tag team match. Yeah.
1: Wow. I might have to go consult the uh, history books, but this might be a first ever. (laughs) Because we kept, every time we've done a show, we talked about how, like, the ECW title is always, like, in the middle of the fucking show, and it's like, why would your title not main event your... It main evented.
2: Mm -hmm.
1: I mean, kind of. The real main event was something else.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I mean, for the longest time, I mean, it'd be an ECW show, and, like, the fourth match would be, like, Shane Douglas defending against, like, Tully Blanchard or some stupid shit, so... Mm -hmm. Finally got some uh good heavyweight title programs here. So it's a good sign for the future. But uh Blue Meanie's Assless Chaps. Gotta gotta note that. was a big fan. Big fan of Heart his wiggling. Kid. Wiggling and jiggling from the Blue Meanie. You got the the Big Daddy Fool, Stevie Richards. And uh Shane Douglas out here with Kimona Wanalea, his new who's his new gal, I guess, because Raven beat the shit out of her last show. So
1: Uh, proud of her for uh coming back, but Charlie, do you know any uh Wanaleas? Like, is that a common last name? Oh, yeah, yeah, 100%. But
0: uh, that's what they tell me at the strip clubs. I don't know what the real name is, though.
2: (laughs) (laughs) It sounds like a Thai last name, I can see that. Wanalea, because it's long,
0: that's the only thing that's long about us. Oh, god, ah,
2: we have (laughs) look
0: at that, look at that, we're yellow, so uh. (laughs)
2: Shane, Shane Douglas grabs the mic and uh, he's babbling, talking about whatever. But he was like, I guess this is it's all his master plan for Beulah and Kimona to uh, act like they were in love with Raven because they both have kicked him to the curb. curb. Uh, so I might need some explaining here. So I guess <laughs> Kimona and Beulah were, are, are together now as was represented by their scissoring in the middle of the ring. Thoughts? All
1: right, so... Please. You've already gotten to because I from context here, uh Beulah in I'm pregnant. Like that's happened, all right. Right. Yep. So Shane is saying Beulah was, was never pregnant. What's what's been going on is the entire time that Beulah was fucking Raven and then cheating on Raven with Tommy, mm. she was also cheating on Raven and Tommy with someone else. Right. right? Being right. Kimona Wanalea, which she you know, reveals when the Tommy's like, "Who is it? Who is he? Oh, it's not a he, it's me, like, uh, Damn. so yeah, um, I don't know why Shane Douglas thought that Tommy Dreamer was going to have an issue with the fact that the girl that he's been <laughs> fucking behind Raven's back is fucking a hot Asian stripper, like I don't, All right. but
2: well, well, so I couldn't tell. So I think the goal of Shane was to get in the head of Raven. I don't think it was necessarily to hurt Tommy, but maybe he just didn't care. I don't know. But maybe I'm wrong. I don't know. I'm gay. But <laughs> um. so, yeah, so that happens. And then we get the whole I'll take them both. I'm hardcore. He grabs them both by the hair. Yes.
1: He had he had no choice, though, because Shane Douglas said, if you can't hear the truth, then you're not hardcore, Tommy. Right. So he had he had to hear him out, and I mean, it takes it takes a big man like Tommy Dreamer to handle two ladies at one time. Not everyone can do it. Tommy doesn't strike me as a guy that's packing, though. He did, however, in real life, hook Beulah McGillicuddy somehow. So
2: that is true. That is true. Not Kimono though. I don't know where Kimono is now. Uh,
1: in the back, fucking them both during this match. Oh. I see. She's working at Blackjacks next week. She's in Charlie's <laughs> closet right there. So you stay so down well. and you shut up. <laughs> Actually, I do think she is at Blackjacks next next week with her sister, uh, really, and uh, they're managed by their brother, Will.
0: I have to go and confirm this. I do you kick people from this thing. <laughs> yeah. I'll that You're going to kick me in. You're going to kick me in. No, don't do <laughs> it. You,
1: you didn't want to do the really want to lay you and Will, Will want to lay you?
2: I wasn't going to, but I'm glad you did.
1: I'm happy you did. Thanks. We could just ignore the rest of this. Uh, somebody vacuuming. <laughs> oh, that's like Kimono
0: trying to break out of the closet. Like, no,
1: you stay back there. <laughs> that's my vibrator. It just accidentally <laughs> turned on. Is it gas powered? Jesus Christ! It is. You got to pull start it. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so, um, so, so um, the parallel is, um, well, you know how Heyman came out with this shit right you know how long he was sitting on this this uh this this uh let's just say storyline because remember Miro Lana and Liv uh executed almost the exact same way it's like it's like you know Lana cheating on Miro with guess who with Liv (gasps) (gasps) and you know like you know just like came in his way to just pull this shit off again like
1: (sighs) You're, you're even more right than you thought because she was cheating on Miro with Bobby and cheating on Bobby with Liv.
0: Oh, yeah, that's right. That's right. Yes, yes,
1: exactly. So Miro is Raven. Oh, no. yep. Bobby Lashley is Tommy Dreamer and Liv is Kimono Wanalea. Yep. And all full
0: circle for him. And so he waited a whole, right. do, do the math, I don't know, like 26, 24 years to
1: do it, do it again. Man, good for we him. didn't even get a wedding out of it. Oh, man.
2: <sighs> there was a cake, though. There was a big cake. So that's fun. <laughs> uh, no cakes here. Well, depends how you look at it. Big blue Mini is there, so <laughs> cake, that's cake, a lot of cake, cake. That's that's all would bakery.
0: You, would you eat <laughs> that cake? Yes. Booty's booty. I don't give a fuck. Anyway, so uh, god damn it, I'm gonna I'll, later. Everything
2: guys. okay, Charlie? Everything okay at home? Are you are you sexually frustrated? He's he's in down dog I think, position. I
1: think he got married to don't wanna.
2: <laughs> okay, that did not work. How's don't wanna doing Charlie? What's that? How's how's, don't... how's your wife? <laughs> <Don't.
0: laughs> she's she's doing that, that vibration. Right <laughs> yeah, there
2: you go. <laughs> Apparently very good. That's so different. um so the wrestling happens in this match at some point <laughs> after the scissoring and etc. that happens. The triple kiss, the, the all the, all that stuff. So I'm all boned up, ready for a world title match. And uh so, so I guess the story is Shane Douglas. Raven's distraught, I guess, although you can't really tell because he's always has a monotone facial expression. Yeah, so, I couldn't but, tell
1: if he was sad that Tommy's getting two girls and he gets nothing, or if that's just who he is as a person. He
2: seemed pretty indifferent to me, but <laughs> it was displayed through because like Douglas was had the advantage in the wrestling in the beginning, so I guess that's due to you know Raven being distracted again. More crowd fighting as per every other match of this show. They, they even fight to the outside of the building, but there's no cameras out there. So <laughs> fuck us, I guess. Uh, don't know what happened out there, but they fight back to the ring eventually. And uh, franchise, hits a pile driver onto a Raven. And then uh, the Tommy Dreamer and Brian Lee, all of a sudden are randomly in the ring, like cuts to the left and then they're fighting and then it cuts back. So there's a whole bunch of distractions. The ref is distracted. Shane hits the belly to belly on Raven, goes for the pin, but the ref isn't looking, and then eventually turns, and it's a two count. I mean, I thought this match is pretty good, like tw- like the ending stretch here, as far as like drama and like stakes. I thought this, was, I mean, RVD and Sabu was probably more entertaining, but I thought this is a, a pretty good match. What, what about you guys?
0: I I just always my biggest pet peeve with uh with no DQ matches is like doing things behind the the ref's back yes you know, like there's like like distractions here and there I'm like man they're not gonna disqualify you just go in there with the uzi and just pop and just lay <laughs> just lay him out fuck so like all these like you know like this overbooking i mean yeah it was fun to watch like it made it a more entertaining match but at the same time just like the fuck just the ref doesn't give a shit just go ahead and do it like bring in nine mm-hmm. other guys i don't give a fuck you know like like okay bring on brian lee bring out the whole flock bring out like bring out raven's chain everybody oh even though Pro Crowbar, yeah, pff, good yeah. <laughs> and then and then just just get over over with. But it did make for an entertaining match. It worked, so whatever. So I was just like, all right, I'll ignore that. Yeah,
1: it was decent. Dildos out of gas now, so Damn, <laughs> I wish I wish I yeah. Um, I thought the the brawling into the parking lot was interesting. Seeing as they couldn't really film it, so like there was a good two or three minutes of the show where we just didn't see what was going on. We were just filming the crowd and the ceiling
0: mm. at
1: some point. But, yeah, the in-ring work itself was cool. Like, Shane Douglas can wrestle. Raven can wrestle. Like... Mm.
2: Yeah. And for the longest time, like, these ECW title matches just felt like Sandman and Cactus Jack were just bumbling all over the place. Mm-hmm. And feels good to see, like, competent wrestlers fighting for the biggest prize for the, in ECW. So, I enjoyed it for the most part, especially towards the end when, like, Tommy's in there and he's, like, him and Shane hug for some reason. But then Shane... Turns on him with a belly to belly. Uh,
1: and, that that uh, was the post credit scene.
2: Well, that was during the match,
1: I think. No, that was the end credit scene. Wasn't it? Was it? Or no? no? I thought that happened at the end credits, and then, or maybe no, maybe it was something else. Maybe that was. Yeah, because Shane was all pissed off, right. even though he saw Tommy get rid of you know uh, chains, Brian Lee, uh, Undertaker, <laughs> whatever you want to call mm. him. <laughs> that Tommy was out there for whatever reason.
2: Well, he was upset because. Tommy and Brian were fighting and this distracted the referee. So the referee couldn't make the count when Shane had Raven pinned. So yeah, they're pissed, right. but Tommy's like, "Oh, I'm sorry. And then Shane's like, oh, we're good. And then they hug and then he slams him. Uh, but Tommy deserved it. I guess you could say. So, um, Raven and Shane, they trade roll-ups in the ring. So we're getting some like false finishes in this match. So it's just like, okay, we're actually doing some wrestling stuff here, which is fun. Uh, Shane locks in a figure four at some point. By the way, Raven is fresh off of his uh, his his gout. And he had a, a big foot thing, so I guess he's mostly recovered, but not completely. So Shane like takes off Raven's boot to like expose the foot and then locks in a figure four. But uh, meanie, does that make steepy. the figure four
1: mo- more potent if you're not wearing boots when you do it?
2: Yeah, I don't think the figure four really affects the foot. Isn't it more like That's the calf and the knee, yeah. but I don't know. I don't know how the science work. Shane would know more than I. Uh, We get a mini salt from blue Meanie as he tries to uh break up the figure four, but Shane gets out of the way. Shane then locks in a half crab on Raven, but Stevie's in there with a Stevie kick. Raven makes the pin for a two count. So we got some good drama here at the end. But then uh Shane takes off. Well, then Shane takes off Raven's boot. Then the Bruise brothers get. So there's all. everybody's getting involved in this match and the ref doesn't see any of it, any of it somehow, but. Uh, Raven eventually takes his boot and whacks Shane in the head with it, and that gets to one, two, three. So Raven wins with, I guess, was a loaded boot. And uh which is funny because this same weekend is the weekend of In Your House 7, where uh fucking uh, Mad Dog Fashawn's leg was used in the main event of that pay-per-view. So <laughs> I don't know who I guess they stole from ECW a little bit. They up, up the ante, but
1: there was somebody yeah. in the crowd too that had a cane that just kept like shoving the cane in Shane Douglas's face until he took it to hit Raven with it. <laughs> and even the ref like came through and like tried to push the person away and their cane and they just reached around him and they're like, take my fucking cane. He's like, all right, fine, here.
2: <laughs> Serious business going on in here. This isn't a fucking Pitbulls match.
1: <laughs> <laughs> what was the W there was a WWE video game where you could get weapons from the crowd?
2: That was one of the um it was like a semi-recent one. That was like one of the early SmackDown versus Raw matches or games, I think. Maybe? Yeah, I, don't I don't know. It was, it was before the two, it was before like EA Sports took uh, over. Yeah, um that was fun. you, you could take that. like stop signs from the crowd and championship yeah. belts. Was, Apparently, was that, like, now
1: in AEW, you can build a bomb. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, did I just would I
2: miss
0: an episode? Wait, what?
2: Yeah, in the new AEW game, you can like skateboard over people and throw bombs uh-huh. at each other
1: to, to break, break up pins. Pants. Yeah, like, you're throwing pops that people to break. Oh, my God. John Moxley there? has an IED that he just throws into the ring and it breaks up the pin. I kind of want to play this game now. It's, it's kind of funny, actually. Right, <laughs> it's, it's worth it. You get to
2: take women and put them in thumbtacks and make them all bloody. So like Jericho. Removed. Yeah, nothing <laughs> wrong with that. Um, But yeah, so Raven retains the title. And then, and then well i guess first there's some aftermath shenanigans but any other thoughts on the match itself
0: i just it just needed an interruption by the gangsters and the eliminators. the third the, part it, of the brawl the third part of that brawl just needed to happen i needed to hear natural bone killers one more time and then that, that would just made just full circle it would have been the, yeah. the perfect event for me but thank thank you RVD and sabu for for entertaining me because everything else was kind of like all right i'm good no matter what, <laughs> yeah, that was. Where was nine
1: 1, one one? He didn't come yeah. out. That's, oh, he's gone. He's. I, I thought it was Brian Lee the whole time. I thought it was Brian he Lee. He is not in WCW because I think doesn't he become the Wall like in late WCW? Nine one one
2: definitely left because he, him, and Taz were feuding, and then they had to cut that feud short because nine one one left. Um, but it's Googleable? It's Googleable. Alfred Poling. Let's see here. So he left in 1996 after a fallout with Paul Heyman over somebody's treatment of the ring crew. He wrestled for WCW in 1996 and 1997 as Tombstone, Sledgehammer, and Big Al. Okay. Not a big Big Al guy, I guess.
1: But not the Big Al who feuded with Tank Abbott in the early 2000s. No, that's an entirely different Big Al.
2: I wonder if the big gals ever faced each other. Now, that's a dream match. <laughs> now, that's a dream match. But after the match, Shane is pissed. Obviously, he just lost. He's like the ECW heavyweight title is the only championship that means anything in wrestling. And of course, this prompts the ECW TV champion to cold Scorpio to come out and he says, Hey, man. The, the TV title means more to me than anything. And Shane's like, Hey man, I, I don't want that title. I want the other title. And Shane get, begins to walk away. And then he turns around and attacks Scorps and leaves him laying. Sandman, Scorpio's partner comes out. Shane beats Christ the hell him. out of him. A canes Shane canes, both of them. I think he gives them both the belly to belly. And uh, I think he pile drives Scorpio on the world title or on the TV title. I think. So um, I guess we're setting up a TV title match between those two. Looks like
1: so. But then he something. took the belt and he said, here's your here's your shitty belt. Like, he, he still doesn't want it. So I don't know what it felt like one of those weird Marvel end credit scenes where like you're just eating shawarma for no reason. And it has no effect on the fucking rest of the show. Yeah. This was a very shawarma ending.
2: I would agree with you. I would agree <laughs> yeah, the, with you.
0: The DVD extra had um, Missy Hyatt playing with her shawarma as they as they were getting beat up. So (laughs) you joke, but that's That's definitely a a thing. That's probably what happened, yeah.
1: (laughs) You know, Charlie, I'm a little disappointed. It looked like salami. All right, what? I thought when we did this show that you were going to be our Tommy Dreamer. And multiple points, you have had the chance to be like, I'll take you both. I'm hardcore. And what did (laughs) you do? You're like, I'm going to leave you guys alone if you guys want some time (laughs) to yourselves. What a prude. (laughs) You do that voice way too good, by the way. I'm just trying to, you know, scissor kimono wanna lay over here as get a cutie, and you're not helping. <laughs> I'm this is all gonna happen off off
0: the screen. I don't want, I don't live my life in front of everybody, okay? But so you check showed your, your feet on my show before. You have I, no have, I, I guess not, but god damn it, there goes, my, there goes my argument. But no, check your DMs, it's gonna happen. It's gonna be a sandwich, and I, I get to be your Missy Hyatt. Wait, you're gonna you're gonna send us a picture of your sandwich, your roast beef sandwich. <laughs> got
1: you. Y'all do you, you wanna right? to be too cold Scorpio or do you wanna be Sandman in that situation? Are you pointing at me? Yeah, you because he said oh. he's gonna be Missy Hyatt, so that only leaves two of us, Kyle.
2: So you're asking me if I wanna be Sandman or Too Cold Scorpio. I think Scorpio, yeah. definitely. I think Sandman, his penis has gotta be shredded to ground beef at this point. Um <laughs>
1: I mean, I could, I could drink a beer and watch you two fuck. I'm cool with that. Oh so, yeah, I'm down.
2: Okay, I think we got it. I think we got our roles settled down.
1: Oh, I really man. thought this was gonna be a Beulah Kimona Tommy thing, and it turned into a Missy Hyatt Sandman Too Cold Scorpio thing.
2: We'll see. The vapor bump can be a roller coaster of emotion sometimes. You think it's gonna zig, and then it zags. But speaking, kind of like your dick. Speaking of my my dick zigging and zagging people listening should go zig and zag to go check out the smacking it raw podcast and the get show podcast. If you're still part of that, I don't know. <laughs> I have not done. Uh, I sh- oh, God. Go get go, go visit Charlie's mango cart on the side of the highway or whatever <laughs> you're doing.
0: <laughs> I'm selling um, elotes.
2: Yes. Hell is that? That's, elote? That's like,
0: yeah, you don't know that the, the court we had this conversation before. Oh god! But you know what? My goal is to get on, get on one episode of Get Show before this one comes on, so at least you know I could say I'm still Get Show. So, so go ahead, put put. Okay, in, well this yeah, will okay. be out. In you've two been days. replaced by.
1: <laughs> you've that? been replaced by Hispanics on Get Show. I know it's, it's no longer it's like, the Asian show.
0: It's exactly, but it's an yeah. honor because they're funny as hell. So that's why it's like it's, it works, but at the same time it's like yeah, they, I think I need to you gotta shout out to Florida. just for.
1: I was going to say shout out to just for being the opposite of Florida and, you know, just bringing them in and letting them fill those roles. <laughs> yeah. Love me some Benji and Vince. Yeah. Love them. Got to love them.
2: But I also love you too. Thank you too for coming on talking oh, some ACW. Where can everybody find you guys, listen to you guys and buy your Elotes. We'll start from the most ball to the least ball. So Matt,
1: Uh, You guys can follow me on Twitter only at Matt Ridders, at M-A-T-T-R-I-D-E-R. Everything that you need from us, Creation World, you can follow on all social media, whether it's Twitter, Instagram, or TikTok at It's Creation World, I-T-S-C-R-E-A-T-A, World. Uh, CreationWorld.com and Linktree.com will get you everything, whether it is the video versions on YouTube, Twitch, uh, Porn Up, because we are the number one wrestling, number one news ish nerd news ish number one horror number one everything podcast on porn up because we're the only podcast on porn up so come check us out there we even have some exclusive watch-alongs that uh, you guys can check out over at porn hub so uh yeah that's where you guys can find me and everything that we do over at creation world
2: charles charles Barkley,
0: porn hub you're just oh, you're just- no, yeah, no, a no. Right. <laughs> no, no, no. solo artist. No, no. So I am at Be Bad on Twitter, but I should always shout out Get Your Podcast because they're still amazing. Like wh- me being on it, no matter what, I still have to shout them out because they're amazing and I love them. I'll, I'll always love those fuckers. But uh, hopefully I'll be like, now that I've moved into my house and all settled in like no more no more excuses. I still have a shitty sk- work schedule, but in the end, I was able to do this. Maybe I could get, get some more burn on uh, Get Your Podcast. I'll start watching some wrestling again. And yeah, I... Get your podcast at Get Your Podcast on Instagram of uh, Twitter. I don't know what else they do. Grinder, uh, Pornhub. Uh, yeah, yeah. You can
1: also find them on the corner of 14 and Wilkie. <laughs> 14 and Wilkie. That's so random. Why 14 and Wilkie? Because it's right there by Arlington Park Racetrack. You know you where? Fucking bad <laughs> Damn
0: it. I am now. I am now by Palatine at Kenneka. So get it.
2: Yeah, free Palatine.
0: <laughs> no, it's uh, it's been iron Thank you so much for good to talk to you both again, and, and yeah, hopefully you, you guys will see more of me soon. You know, take your shirt off. What
2: are you serious? You said we want to see more of you.
1: Oh my god! You don't have to if you don't want to. Like,
2: I, I'm not, okay.
1: The reason he's on fourteen and Wilkie is because there's a McDonald's across the street, so he, he gets a dollar for sucking a dick, and then he goes and buys a double cheeseburger. I see. Wow, you look like a Hideo Itami. <laughs> Kenta. That's why you have that CD handy.
0: <laughs> his name is Kenta. I don't know. His, I have no idea if it was Hideo Tai,
1: mother. The yeah. superior wrestler who made it to WWE, anyway.
2: <laughs> Should we end this with a three way kiss? All right. I'm down. Wait, wait. Charlie, you made that weird. You made that really made that weird. Once again, thank you to Matt and Charlie from the Smackin' It Raw and Get Show podcast for joining me on this showdown that was very hostile in, in a city. Go check out their podcasts, all their info, all their socials in the description below. Sweet, sweet boys with delicious, kissable cheeks. So, do I need to co sign them anymore? Go check them out and follow me at ApronBump, apronbump.com. Hey, you know what we got to do? Bartholomew. Hit it. WCW Who's the hardest promotion? Eric or Vince or Polly? I think we can agree, though. It's mostly shit. Okie dokie. artichokey. Let's grade this pay-per-view now, shall we? So we'll get to the rest of the scorecard in a second here. But the first thing first thing's first. I'm the realist. We got to grade this show. From a grade of S to F, obviously. S being the best, F being the drizzling heats Hostile City Showdown, what are we thinking for a grade of this show? I, my instant reaction is a C. It's uh, It had some good stuff, but I think a lot of it was pretty meandering. I think if it wasn't for Sabu and uh, RVD, this might be D territory. But with with that one match and the main event was pretty good, too. And they had some decent angles here, so that saves it from being a D or worse. I think a C is fair for this one for sure, especially looking at Queens Boulevard. um, I think Massacre on Queens Boulevard is probably a better show than this, honestly. So C for sure, I think is fair. So now we compare ECW to WWF and to WCW. First of all, we compare their average grade for all the events that they've had so far in the year. And this this analysis is basic is just up to this point. So we're not taking into account anything that's happened after this. We're just looking at what's happened so far during the year. And as of right now, WWF still has the best average grade of uh, B. ECW is at about a C and WCW is like a C minus or a D plus, whatever the hell. So we go to the scoreboard and we see that WWF already had previously the best average grade uh, of their pay-per-views. So no change there. But if you're watching on YouTube, you can see the scores and all the changes I am making, if I make any. Um, so go check that out. I strongly recommend it, but I'll also walk you through it if you're in audio land. So we're looking at the scoreboard here. Lots of criteria. We basically look at the uh, overall pay-per-view performance, but we also look at the overall in-ring, out-of-ring, and just the general roster and star power of, of each individual company. And we see what's the best and what's the worst so far as of uh, April 20th, 20th, I think the show was, 21st, something like that. Um, and looking at the overall score, WWF is dominating so far with 21 points. WCW, WCW has one point in ECW bringing up the rear with zero, but lots of year to go. So, and let's see if any changes happened as per hostile city showdown 96. So not the best pay-per-view nor the worst pay-per-view um, just based off the grades alone. So no changes there. D- WrestleMania 12 is still the best. So that gives w- WWF two points. WCW Super Brawl, still the worst. So that gives WCW negative one points now in ring. So right now we're tracking WWF as the best overall in ring product. Um, as far as I mean, I don't think and I don't think this show really swayed that at all. RVD and Sabu is a good start, you know, that, that'll keep cooking. Uh, Taz will start to be in more significant stuff and, you know, things like that. But as of right now, ECW is still very much. Uh, Middle of the road, I think. WWF just has sean and brad and Taker and you know Razor and Diesel are still there at this point, so they still fall under that umbrella. So a lot of good stuff, and Owen Hart, of course, and all you know. WWF has a lot of good talent for right now. So in ring is still WWF that gives them four points. Best match of the year so far: Shawn Michaels versus Diesel at In Your House Seven, and this is for two points. Now, the question is, is RVD versus Sabu better than that? I don't think so. It's a very different match. And they might go on to have better matches. But this one on this show in particular, I would not put above Sean versus Diesel. Because with Sean and Diesel, we also take into account, you know, the build up, the feud, the, the drama involved, the stakes. I mean, as a main event at a pay-per-view for the world title, whereas Sabu and RVD is kind of just like an intro match to their rivalry. So that being considered, I don't think RVD Sabu takes over. Um, but I mean, if, if there was like a top five list that might slide in there, but not the very best. And worst match, we're tracking Ultimate Warrior versus Gold Dust at In Your House 7. I don't think anything on this show is worse, really. I mean. What would would be the worst match on this on this card? Maybe the Pitbulls match. Pitbulls and Dudleys, perhaps. Um, I don't think it was worse than I'm telling you what, it's going to take a lot to be worse than Warrior versus Goldust. So (laughs) I think uh, that's still solidified as of right now. So both best match and worst match go to WWF for the best match. They get two points, but for the worst match, they lose a point there. So roster star power right now. We're tracking WCW. I don't think there's been any changes in ECW since, right? Not that I'm aware of. I guess Brian Pillman maybe has uh, left, but that wasn't really a huge. uh, Yeah, that, that wouldn't affect WCW being the best. So, um, like I said this last time, WWF is creeping up on them, but no changes have really. I don't think they're there. I don't think they're there yet. I don't think they're above Hogan and Macho yet, but. Stay tuned for that. Uh, so WCW gets four points for having like the, the best, the most star power in their roster, essentially. Uh, Wrestler of the year, Shawn Michaels. Yeah, I think especially coming off the best match of the year with Diesel. He's still pretty solid there. So WWF gets two points for that. Worst wrestler of the year. So we're tracking Hogan as the worst. Now I said it in the podcast kind of as a joke, but not really uh, do the pit bulls. <laughs> and I, I probably, I've said in the past that I liked the Pitbulls, but they're starting to wear on me. And I didn't, I particularly was annoyed by their performance in this show. I don't, I don't think the Pitbulls will overtake Hogan purely for the fact that where Hogan is in the card and how bad he is. So, um, But obviously, a lot of evolution, evolutions will be taken in the Hulk Hogan character. So we'll see if that changes anything. But so we're going to keep it Hogan for now. WCW gets them a negative one points out of the ring. So which company has the best gimmicks, characters, promos, storylines, etc. We're tracking WWF as the leader here right now. ECW has got some good stuff. Um, Unfortunately, I just don't think it's consistent enough to be the best. Um, the Shane Douglas stuff is kind of all over the place. Even though he's a good character, I I think it's a little miss. It's not a lot of direction. It seems like um, he's like his face. Now he's a heel, I guess. I don't know. Uh, the Dudleys is fun, but that's really just getting off the ground. Uh, Dreamer and Raven is still kind of going, but really no progression has been made recently. Hmm sabu rvd like i said just starting So yeah we're gonna keep it at wwf because they got they got mankind versus taker kicking off they got right off the heels of sean and diesel they're but they're in a bit of a transition period right now so that that might change soon too but for now we're gonna keep it wwf which gives them four points and uh yeah best character slash storyline right now we're tracking gold dust the best i don't think anything on this show is better than that Necessarily. So I think Gold Dust still maintains that. If anything, it'd be like the Raven and Tommy Dreamer stuff, but like I said, it kind of feels like it's in a lull at this point. So I don't know if that's enough to overtake Gold Dust and what he's doing. Like the revolutionary stuff that Goldust is doing. So WWF still has that. Which gives them two points. Worst character and storyline. Dungeon of Doom. Yeah, nothing really um Kind of think, yeah, nothing overly terrible from like a storyline perspective in ECW at this point. So I think the Dungeon of Doom still maintains that, and that gives WCW negative one point. So with that, I think that pretty much maintains everything from previously. So still same score: WWF twenty one, WCW with one, ECW is zero. So we're still cooking along here, but this show I don't think really changed much. Decent show. Fun moments, but nothing uh, too earth shattering, I guess. But with that, I think that about wraps it up for daddy. Thank you guys so much for listening. I love you all. Big, big, rotund smooches. Hey, I'm hardcore. I'll take you all. Let me grab you all by the, by the hair and lick all your faces. Because that's a thing that happened on the uh, thing that happened on this show that we just covered. Boom. Uh, sometimes you just got to yell. All right, thank you guys for, thank you guys for listening. I love you all. Yeah, I'm
0: hard.
1: you the you hardest. proud I It's you
0: the you hard.